Welcome to the Unapologetic Podcast. Sports takes you may not agree with, but you'll listen to. My name is Andrew. And my name is Logan. And we'll be your two co-hosts for the podcast, accompanied by our friend Mason in the back. What's going on, guys? I'll just be uh, kind of in the background in the beginning, doing a little bit of the behind-the-scenes work and trying to keep the flow on topic and uh, just trying to help make it the best it can be. And a little bit about us three is that we're all seniors in college, and we absolutely love sports. We just wanted to be able to talk about sports with anybody and everybody. Yeah, like we just want our opinions to be heard, see what people think, give it a try, you know? And here we go. just get right into it then uh today we're kind of just going to talk about a few different fantasy things we're going to talk about our draft that just finished about 30 minutes ago for us we're going to give you guys a couple fantasy tips and kind of just go over what we think will go well and what won't go well for our fantasy and for you guys listening just giving tips about your upcoming drafts maybe your team you know we'll just cover it all the sleepers the bus the do not draft picks we like at certain positions We'll really just go through it all. Speaking of that, can I say the first thing? Devontae going number four. <laughs> we do got a lot to we do got a lot to talk about, so let's just get right into it. So a little bit about our league. Basically the standard twelve team PPR. You know, twelve guys. I personally know. A lot of the other league knows each other. And we don't go to school together anymore. Usually it's high school or we're roommates, so it's a tight knit group I would say I'd say it's pretty tight knit I'm only this is my third year in the league now and I'd say I I haven't met almost all these people but I'm competitive as hell against them that's for sure yeah you know their Tennessee's oh. you know what they're doing you know what they're thinking yeah I've had this league I started it in fifth grade and we're seniors in college now yeah so that's how long personally I've been doing fo- fantasy football I know you have done it yeah seventh grade is when I started yeah so not much later so we at least got six years for sure with experience so we kind of know what we're talking about hopefully I I like to think so so let's just get right into it with the first round just go pick by pick so with the first pick I think it's an obvious one here yeah Christian McCaffrey probably the most consensus number one pick since AP or Chris Johnson, something like that. Jamal Charles, but other than that, he's the easiest pick you could ever make. Yeah, and that was Team Eric. Shout out two number picks in a row. He's had McCaffrey two years in a row. Didn't even really get to use him at all last no, year, though. No, but almost feel bad. Shout out Eric for that. So the number two pick, we'll give it to Mason because that that's where he... In fact, his pick. Yeah, yeah uh, at number two, I picked uh, Alvin Kamara I think that's just kind of an easy one I can see where a lot of people could be stuck between Alvin Kamara and Dalvin Cook but ultimately it boiled down to me liking his last name more um, and thinking that the Saints jerseys were cooler uh, so I'll give it back to Logan and Andrew here to bust down the rest of them if they need me they'll uh, let me know 80 catches four years in a row though like that that's definitely why you pick them there 
Yeah, the PPR. If it wasn't PPR, I'm taking Dalvin Cook and Derek Henry. I would over take. Him. Yeah, I agree. I would probably. I would consider maybe Zeke over him. I can't. I I, still, I can't. I, don't I like think I Zeke. Could. I like him. Okay. I'm stuck on it. So for the third pick, we had Connor, another one of my buddies, Dalvin Cook. I'm simple. The first three is gonna be first, a toss up. Yeah. Basically, you interchange two or three, but that those top three are gonna be the same guys most of the time. Yeah, and then the fourth pick, Devonte, man, who I didn't see it coming. I I slotted him in somewhere more like seven, eight, but going at four was high. Especially when everyone takes a running back. Literally everyone takes a running back in this league. It's that's scary how it is. as can be. So they got to know what to do, but that's what Chuck did. Chuck was going bold, you know, Devonte Adams. Would we'll you see Would you have ever done that? No, the highest I'd take him was is probably double digits, 10. I would have said 9, 10. Around there. Yeah, but that's confident. Yeah. Fifth pick, Zach, Cowboys fan. You know you who you know. Yeah. Zeke. I don't I know like how. Him. I really? like him. Okay. I, I don't know how I feel about him. How I much think, of his line was hurt last year? Okay, but you're telling me with the, even with a healthy line, you're going to uh, take Zeke over 2,000-yard rusher, Derrick Henry? How many catches does Derrick Henry get? It doesn't matter though when he gets twenty five carries a game, you know. Right. That's something. That's you, you something. Got a, you got a point. That's something that we can't give to Zeke because of the passing touch. Look at just look at the passing. They they have weapons on that team. Yeah, but do you think? Do you not think that the Titans might pass more with Julio there now? They might, but they've always I mean, been able to like consistently rely on Derrick Henry. You're right. I'll give you that one. I mean, Derrick, Derrick Henry at six is still a great take it was derrick henry went at six after, yep. zeke, right to after zeke gordy shout out it's been an og member since it started he's, he really been he's the, the only time? person in this league that's been here from the first time i clicked make the league to right now so shout out gordy that's a shout out can we there. just give a shout out to <laughs> gordy thank you and he took derrick henry i mean that's what you're gonna do if hey. he falls to you at six that was your boy last year easy uh, easy pick and then we got Christian taking Saquon at seven. How do you feel about Saquon, though? Okay. I don't like – I just don't like the uncertainty with the ACL tear. I don't. Like, give me, how, like, a percent. How confident are you, you that he will be what he was in, what, 2018? I think if – I think he will hit it, maybe. But I, it's, it's midseason. Like, he – the first month or two, they're going to ease him in. Like, I don't, yeah. They're I, not going to just start him with 25 carries like he's supposed to, you know? No way. No. You can't do that with any player, any position. Like, if the guy just tore his ACL, you're not giving him his full workload. What week What week are you seeing where he gets his full workload? I don't I'm, know. I'm saying week four. He hasn't even played preseason. I don't think he's done any contact drills yeah, either. I don't know how serious he has been in, in practice. He said he might be. He's, he, he said we'll see when they said week one. Okay. But just the way, like, non-contact practicing. Scary. Week and a half left Scary. until they actually play. No preseason games, too. Less than a year with that ACL injury. That's all I'm saying. Even his healthy game. Who did they play week one last year where he had, like, 16 yards? So. Okay, it was the Steelers. Okay, but I don't know. Obviously, you're going to take him because his ceiling is so high. Would yeah. I take him over maybe a Jonathan Taylor, Nick Chubb? Debatable. It, dep- I, it depends. I don't it know really if I does. could. Because Saquon's ceiling is so high, like higher than that, I would say. I agree. 
but we'll see. And then, okay, enough about Saquon Barkley. I would just beware. If you're going to draft him this year, be just wary. know. That first month could hurt. No, he might not even be there for the first game. Just saying. Pick eight, Jessel. <laughs> he messed up. Well, I, Travis Kelsey, I, I know he's, like, projected as a first-rounder, but I don't see him as a first-rounder. I will, if you do stack his numbers up to wide receivers. He is a wide receiver. Basically. But I just cannot see myself taking a tight end, let alone a receiver this early. And we already had two of those. When you you still had Aaron Jones, Nick Chubb, Jonathan Taylor, Najee Harris even. Or if you want to put Antonio Gibson or even Austin Eckler in there, there's so many running backs you could take over a tight end. To where you come back on the loop, like if you come back on your turn there, you could still get Travis Kelsey, I think. One thing I will say in Jessel's defense is he was doing some schoolwork. He had a, a class tomorrow um, in the morning, so he was popping between tabs, and he came back late on his tab, and he went to pick, He I think he said Aaron Jones. He did say Aaron Jones. He was going to try to take Aaron Jones, and it popped back, and it auto-drafted Kelsey for him. So just a quick shout-out. Just to like boost up his confidence because he's probably down bad right now. Um, I'd be hurting. I would be hurting too. Aaron Jones is just. Um, they'll get into that, but it's just shout out Jessel. That one's got to hurt. It, that I, I don't really know what else to say. I mean, obviously it's gonna hurt, especially. Like but we, said we all before. do know Kelsey will produce. He'll he put out numbers. No, he like you, you can't be upset with the player because no. if as long as he stays healthy, he will be one of the best tight ends in football. He'll be almost one of the best receivers in football. I mean, I agree. I would say he's just about as for sure as McCaffrey, Mahomes, Josh Allen. Just quarterbacks or players you know are going to score and be dependent. That's Travis Kelsey. One hundred percent agree. Like a little more, a little more of a reach than I intended it would be like i thought it would be lower you know second round like you said yeah but he's consistent at the end of the day so not a terrible pick just thought i see something different ninth pick jack aaron jones that's a good spot for him i feel like so the 10th pick it was nick chubb I feel like those are very interchangeable. I, I would be happy flipping either of those guys around. Even if you want to throw an 11 with me taking Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, we'll like, get to that. We'll see how you're I, feeling about you that. You can interchange any three of you those could. players. You could. Like, you really could. Those. That was a great spot to pick in this draft, no, I thought. Yeah. Just solid running backs. Not the flashiest, really. Not the well-known fantasy, like, top five. But they could be. They, they have that ceiling. Easily. Where Aaron Jones has scored high. Yeah. I would just say there's definitely a little drop-off from McCaffrey, Cook, Kamara, oh. Derrick Henry, maybe Zeke. Oh, definitely those, those four. Those are those S-tier running backs. Exactly. Or, there's just a difference exotics. here. Exactly. But, again, running back this late, I, I, I honestly thought Jonathan Taylor would be picked by pick 10. I agree. Young, he's got the backfield to himself. He's already proven himself. He's proven himself beyond belief. But you're the one who picked him, so go off on him. You know, I, I don't know how he could possibly fall this low. I've seen a lot of different people talking through mocks and during the preseason about with Quentin Nelson being hurt and with uh, Carson Wentz being out, they don't know if they'll be able to use that play action or be able to run as downfield, but they're going to be back pretty pretty early too. It's looking They're looking really good. They're already at full contact in practice. I don't know how anyone could have been scared off by JT. I mean... He got better and better as the season went on. Yeah. Young player, future's bright, solid pick. 
Solid pick. And then the last pick was me. I ended up taking Najee Harris. Anyone close to me knows. <laughs> you love him. What I've been saying all year. Ever since August started. I've, ever since we started talking fantasy coming up on this season, all I've heard from you is Najee. Is it a part where I knew I was going to take a lowered pick and just had to sell myself on Najee? Maybe. Maybe. But I do think there's very good potential. Hey, that that was me for a long time. I had no idea who I was going to get at pick 11. That It's a weird pick to take. Those end of the rounds, you, you do not know what will be available for you. What are you doing right now? I'm trying to fix the mic. It keeps sliding down. You're literally feeding it into my fucking mouth it's, right now. It's sliding down on the clamp. The clamp's yeah. not done right. The clamp slides down because the arm extends too long, so I'm trying to extend the arm so it doesn't slide so it's more consistent and clear. I'm sorry. Okay, well, he was sho- you were shoving it my way, and I was just leaning to <laughs> yeah, the right. Yeah, kept going. So I almost fell off my chair, so I was really confused. I'm definitely going to change it back. So where were we at? Najee. Najee. I like him. I, I He's a running back round one. You look at his competition, they're nothing. Anthony McFarlane, what's Ooh. he going to do? Exactly. <laughs> Just He's got it to himself. He, he really does. And he'll be there on the passing downs too. We saw what Le'Veon Bell did. We saw what James Conner could do when he was on the field with the Steelers. I think Najee Harris will be there, and the Steelers are back this season. That's all I'm going to say. You're saying that? I don't see him missing the playoffs. Oh, I, I think, yeah. But we'll we'll we'll, we'll get, we'll into, get that. into that. We'll get there. Okay, so we'll just do the first two rounds. So the second round, I had the wraparound pick, and like I like we've been saying, ten out of the twelve picks in the first rounds were all running backs. So obviously, I had to go another running back to just ensure myself with two solid ones. You have to be safe. I do. Like maybe I could have took Tyreek Hill, Stephon Diggs. Same could be said for it's you. It's a sexy pick. It is. It's like, oh, wow, top three wide receivers, something I can depend on. But in PPR, there's people those, like Julian Edelman when he was actual. He could outscore any one of those receivers with all those receptions, the little yards, well, and he throwing a the touchdown. Volume. Exactly. That's Think just volume. how it is. Receptions, targets. I'll take that from with any other picks. Any. There so, are another with that being tier. Said, yeah. It's whatever. I took Gibson. And who you had the second pick then? Yeah, yeah. Austin Eckler, like we're preaching, those backs that will get targets. In a PPR league, you cannot go wrong taking running backs early that will get targets. I'm telling you right now, after the second round, there's such a drop-off in running backs, even to the end of the second round. Like I say, after Eckler and Gibson went, it drops down. Oh, yeah, because we, we saw what? Is that six straight receivers are taken after our picks? Yeah, just like... 12 out of 14 picks were running backs. The wide receivers flew. So let's get into it. Third pick, Tyreek Hill. Easy. Fourth, Stephon Diggs. Simple again. I mean, either of those. I think you could interchange either of them. Uh, Tyreek's got, I guess you could say, a bigger ceiling with the explosiveness, but Stephon Diggs had so many targets last year. No, he's solid. That he's team, solid. That team's solid. And then we got DK Metcalf. Solid, solid player. I like that. He's only going to get better. He's so young, you know. Oh, yeah. DeAndre Hopkins, again, volume. Yeah, you cannot targets. go wrong with D-Hop. That's so he, much volume yeah, right he's there. He's perfect. Calvin Ridley. I really do like I w- really wish I could end up getting Calvin Ridley in any of my leagues. Does he scare you at all? What? Does he scare you? That he's going to be really good? Y- yes. <laughs> he re- No, he does. 
The only thing that scares me about him is uh, what happened to Juju when Antonio Brown left. I'm not saying Calvin Ridley is Juju because he's definitely better. But when you start getting all that more attention drawn to you, I mean, Julio was out a decent amount last year, so he did get a lot of attention from defenses, but it's all him now. I think I think he'll be a for sure bet, honestly. I really do. He, he obviously is going to get targeted more by the best cornerbacks, but there's only He's so good. much you can do. He's it's like, good. you know, Devante, you know, Tyreek, all those number ones, they're getting the best. And why are they still here? Because they just produce. They're just good players. And that's Calvin Ridley. And then the eighth pick, Zach coming back, Justin Jefferson. I like it. I, I really like Justin Jefferson. He'll be a stud. He'll be a stud. He is a stud. He is. You know, we did, like, say the wide receivers kind of just fired off, but would you take any of the picks after them over any of those receivers? Mm. Clyde Edwards, Edwards-Hilaire? Yeah, so we had Clyde at 9, Miles Sanders at 10, and Joe Mixon at 11, A.J. Brown at 12 to round out there. The only person I would consider is maybe Joe Mixon. If if I didn't have if I didn't feel good about my first running back or if I took Devonte, I probably would have gone somewhere other than that and gone with Joe Mixon because you know he he'll get carries. He will. He will. I mean, I don't trust that O line. I don't trust his knees either. But no, and they did load up on weapons. But we're not the person who picked Joe Mixon. Mason is actually. So let's hear you. Let's hear it. Uh, yeah, so I had the 11th pick in the second round, and I kind of, like, wrapped back because I had the second pick. Obviously, I took Kamara with number two. Um, I, I saw a bunch of receivers go before, and, like, they were saying earlier, Tyreek, Stephon, DK, Hop, Ridley, Jefferson, all went in a row. All really good receivers, high ceilings, uh, some rookies sprinkled. Not rookies, but some newer, some older. Um, and then Hilaire went before me, which was kind of – I expected him to be gone. Um, and then Connor – at 10 took miles sander which surprised me reach yeah because the you got mixon at 11 which is technically 23rd he was ranked like 15th he fell he fell a good amount like i get the scares with him like i said injuries and a trashy o-line but he still produced he still has produced even with injuries and those horrible teams yeah i would say I do still like him over Clyde and Miles, though. I like him over Miles for sure. Clyde, though, they're even. They're yeah. even. I think, and the thing, too, was, I mean, I came back on the snake, and I had another pick coming up, and like we were, they were talking about earlier, I mean, it's a running back heavy league. You want production. Joe Mixon will get that production that you want, not as much as a Camara, Cook, or McCaffrey, but obviously, like they said as well, you're not getting that from any, almost anybody else. Uh, but I still think Joe Mixon, especially with like Joe Burrow being so young and coming back off his knee, um, it'll, the the offense is primed to explode. I think. Um, and they went to pick twelve. They mentioned was AJ Brown, and the only reason I didn't take another receiver at that pick, like AJ Brown, was because I just didn't want to not reach, but I would rather have two solid running backs I could rely on that can produce every week. Like we said, our our league is a running back heavy, but realistically, most leagues should be. Most leagues should be. It's 
you can find any stud receiver, not stud, but a potential stud on the waiver. How many times? Look at Travis Fulgham last year. Yeah. Um, it's just even with PPR, it gives a more reason to take running backs quicker because you can just expect more out of receivers that might not do the same in the standard league because they'll, they'll have the targets, they'll have the receptions. Yeah. With that being said, uh, yeah, I – I don't hate the pick because you need running backs and there's still good wide receivers in the next two, three rounds that could honestly still end up being a number one, solid number two for those sure. Those middle rounds is where you dig into those receivers. Yeah. I'm I'm just looking randomly right here. Round five, pick five, Cooper Cup. Solid two. Solid two. Automatic flex start. Easy. Perfect. Right. Um do we wanna do another round or do we want to just get into ranking the teams you know let, let's speed let's speed rifle through this third round i like the third round okay it, it's definitely a good thing to talk about if we're talking about running backs david montgomery went the third round after miles sanders yeah i don't know what connor was thinking there i, I really don't because i had miles sanders last year dude put up four double digit games and a lot of those are like 13 10 doesn't make you feel good no it doesn't and a guy that David Montgomery, we don't know if Tariq Cohen's going to be there. And he he proved himself last year. He is a solid number two, borderline number one running back. Uh, I, I believe I saw a statistic earlier in the week from weeks 8 to 16. He was running back four. Yeah, that's just going to say. It's like, they, especially with the Bears offense. I mean, Allen Robinson's good, right? I mean, obviously he got he's, picked. He's good. That's a solid, that's a solid two. Decent number one too. That's a border one. You could you could put him at one and be happy because he is consistent. He is. The thing is though, it's like Andy Dalton. Obviously, we're gonna see him for a little bit. And who who you're placing your money on? The Red Rifle or David Montgomery? Because I sure as hell ain't trusting Andy Dalton for a damn thing. Yeah. Just like point. last year. I mean, you had Trubisky. I'm a big Trubisky fan. I I'll be the first one to say it. Allen Robinson got his shares. Who else did? Mooney, what do you have? Two good games last year? People are like, oh, he could be this. The quarterback plays, it's what's going to kill the Bears. And we'll have to see when Justin Fields start, but we're guaranteed, I would say, at least two to three weeks with Andy Dalton. Dave Montgomery will definitely get more shares. And he's obviously he, he's still might prove himself for that season. Yeah. Okay, let's keep going then. James Robinson. Like it. I love it. I would have taken him over Miles Sanders easily, too. I was just about to say that. I mean, as you guys don't know yet, I'm a very big Jags fan, and I, I, I wouldn't take a lot of Jags players, but that's one I, I will take. Yeah. I mean, with ETM being hurt, yeah, they're, they're going to be losing games. They're not going to be running the ball as much, but they went 1-15 last year, and he did how good? He was running back 8 last yeah, year, I'm top pretty 10. sure. Off a waiver pick. Off a waiver pick. Like, that's the thing. So, he's going to prove himself for sure. I like it. Um, now we got Allen Robinson right after him as we just got done yeah, talking solid about. Solid pick. You're not, you're not going to drop him. You're not going to take him over many wide receivers after. No. No, I'm, I don't see it at all. I just want to interject quick. Um, you guys started at David Montgomery in round three with pick four. You skipped completely over Darren Waller, McLaurin, and Keenan Allen. You guys didn't even mention him. So if you guys want to jump back and do those three, and then why? Because you just want to tell about your pick. No, just, I'm just saying if we're gonna go round by round, you might as well cover everybody, right? I just, I just got excited with Montgomery. I mean, we kind of, <laughs> we, we just did a little quick. We did a little, 
news flashes All right. some of them. Well, let's let's wrap back around then. So round three pick one was Darren Waller. I Mind know you, you like okay. him. Okay. Here's what I'll say. Mind you, he had McCaffrey and A.J. Brown. Okay. Still needs another running back for sure, especially in, like we said, heavy running back rounds. It drops off. After the third round, after the third round, maybe beginning of the fourth, you, you don't have a solid running back. That. No, you don't. You don't, Nothing appeals to you like, oh, I want him. But you know what? Darren Waller, he's a stud, dude. I love him. He's a monster. I love him. Like, I want him so bad. I, I He's going to be one of those guys I really want in fantasy, and I'll have to end up reaching for him, but I want him bad. Dude. How many more leagues do you have to draft still? Two. Two? So I'm definitely going to try to get him in one. Are you going to reach in one? We're, it's a podcast draft for both of them, so we're both doing it. Yeah. I'm just telling you, hey, I want Darren Waller. We got the number one pick in one, so we could we could take him. Maybe we get a wraparound. Okay. Then next next, after next that, pick, Terry McLaurin. Scary Terry. By Mason. Before I'll let him talk about it. Like I said, after, Eve, after Justin Jefferson, A.J. Brown... I might throw Terry McLaurin in there, but I would say there's also kind of a tier where it's just like Terry Keenan, Allen yeah, Robinson, that's, maybe A.J. Brown. That's exactly what I was about to say. I, I would put them in their own little tier. They're not those top-tier guys. They're like those mids. Like solid two could be a one in some weeks, but – Mid one to two. But mid, mid one to two. He's going to put up volume anyway, so. Would you have taken him over Keenan? I just want to put that out yes. there real quick. You yeah, would? Okay. for sure. I would. How do you feel about this one? I feel pretty good. Um, I'll keep this one kind of <coughs> sweet because he broke him down a little bit. But uh, young player, high ceiling. I think he's got Fitz Magic throwing the ball now, and oh yeah, I love me some Magic, bro. Um, yeah, the beard quarterback. He's gonna lead us to the promised land, and the promised land is taking everyone's money in the championship. Uh, so <laughs> I am really okay with that pick. Like they said, Keelan Allen. I'll kind of go into that one a little bit. Is number three. I didn't take Keenan Allen. I like Keenan Allen a lot, but I just, like I said, McLaurin's young, talent, got a new quarterback. The Washington football team is on the come up. You heard it here first. I get that. You can probably read it, any, read it anywhere, but uh, I just really like the pick. And uh, I'll let them break down Keenan Allen in depth more. Uh, that's about it. I mean, I like them. They're interchangeable. They're interchangeable. I like, I like Keenan Allen a lot more than Terry McLaurin. See, here's why I don't. Yeah. You look what he did last season. Name his quarterbacks. Dwayne Haskins. Taylor Heineke. Taylor Heineke and who? Alex Smith. Alex Smith. What a comeback story. Story. I get it. I'll get shout not, out to that one. Not not a starting quarterback. No. And he did None that. of those were. He did that, though. Well, who else was, were they throwing to other than Logan Thomas? That's what I'm, who yeah, else? Antonio Gibson. Who oh, else you got a point be? there then. Exactly. He's but the, the only thing I will say one. is it's almost the same with the Chargers because you can say Mike Williams, but how often do you see Mike Williams play? Fair. I, they are interchangeable, but again. Interchangeable. The Chargers also had Phillip Rivers and Herbert compared to what McLaurin's had to go through for his, what, two yeah. or three years, and he's still producing. This will be a big year, I think. I honestly think this might be the year he kind of juts up into that number one tier. I he, really could. He's that one person. Uh, I'll say this about Allen Robinson and Terry McLaurin. They have never had – Good quarterback. No, and you just like see what Andy doing. Dalton is is Allen Robinson's best quarterback he's ever had. I Blake Bortles was a one hit wonder. We we can all agree on that. I love Blake, but he it's Blake. Yeah, 
Uh, yeah. And then Terry McLaurin. Ryan Fitzpatrick is the best quarterback he's had yet. And he ain't a bad one. He ain't a bad one. No. Okay. Let's go. Okay. So we did James Robinson. Tyler Lockett, though, goes after Montgomery on the fifth pick around there. See, every for James Robinson. Everything I've ever been reading or been told leading up to the fantasy draft was Tyler Lockett should be that steal in the fourth, fifth round. And you look at the Crips team, Zach, not an actual Crip. We don't affiliate with any of them. Not, nope. Not me. He takes Zeke and Justin Jefferson, right? And instead of taking James Robinson, he goes Tyler Lockett, even over Allen Robinson? It's a high ceiling, but it's not. I wouldn't have done it. I could say the same thing for Jessel's pick right after Allen Robinson. I like Josh Jacobs. Jacobs. I have him him in our dynasty league. I like him. No, so, okay. I agree. I was really high on him. Like, I I would honestly, for a lot of the time when I didn't think I was going to get two solid running backs, I thought I was going to take him in the third round. But Kenyon Drake's there, right? He's still young. But Do you like Kenyon Drake over Josh Jacobs? Oh, I don't, but he's gonna. You know, he's gonna back him up. Kenyon Drake's a solid player too. He is. But again, he needs running backs. He is the team that took Kelsey, and then goes. What do you have? DK. DK? Yeah, DK. So he's got to go for a, a running back, and I don't see him producing number one running backs. But if you're taking Kelsey, just know you're gonna end up with something like that. You're going to end up with a Josh Jacobs or who else best, we got Best after case that? scenario, if he didn't want to take DK and go running back, it's Clyde Edwards, Hilaire, Joe Mixon. Not a whole lot better. So, I don't, I don't mind it, but he needed a running back. Okay. Robert Woods. I like Robert Woods. Over Mike Evans? No, I don't like him that much. Over CD Lamb? Also, no. Over Amari Cooper? You're, you're three for three. Chris I, Godwin. No, uh, he's like right after Chris Godwin for me. I'd yeah. say. Yeah. I I do like him a little more now though with Stafford being there over Goff like that. Him and Cooper Cup have both performed very well with Jared Goff throwing on the ball and Stafford's an upgrade that's for sure. I agree, but I just. Wouldn't take him over the next three wide receivers that go. Oh no! And Mike Evans, CD like Lamb, him. Amari Cooper. Just All solid. great picks right there. Solid picks. All interchangeable. Say the same thing about even maybe Robert Woods, but he's probably lower. I'd put him lower. Yeah, he is. Chris Godwin. They're all inter- those guys are interchangeable. So yeah, that's the first three. Just pointers, I would say. If you're going to go to Kelsey early, which we're not saying you shouldn't, he is consistent. Just know you won't really have a solid number one running back you can really depend on. Same could be said with wide receiver, depending what you do with it. Just beware. That's all I'm going to say. The only thing I would do if I'm taking a wide receiver early, I'd be looking to stack that with their quarterback. Because if I'm taking a wide receiver early, I'm banking on them getting a lot of catches, a lot of yards, a lot of touchdowns, right? You want to see them produce. And if you're going to have the same person throwing the ball to them, that's such good production right there. That's one of the only ways I'd take a receiver early. Yeah. And 
speaking of quarterbacks, shout out that this was the first year in since I could remember that the number one quarterback was not was not taken in the first three rounds. Since Patrick Mahomes was drafted, basically. Yeah. Round four. Round four. That Respect felt good. It. Respect it. Patrick Mahomes, I will. Okay. This is a consensus. Everyone wants Patrick Mahomes. But you never know when to take him. No. Everyone wants him deep down. But they don't want to be the first one to just take him. You no. know? Because it's always just a little too much of a stretch than it should be. I did it two years ago, and I, I almost regretted it throughout the whole season. He was amazing for me but i i know i could have gotten another solid starter right there and still could have gotten a dak prescott two rounds later or kyler round later yeah he's he's not bad though and I, I mean i think kyler could be better than patrick mahomes i think there's a couple quarterbacks i could do better than patrick mahomes for sure yeah it's it's definitely a little interesting but you know what if you want mahomes you get him. you just grab him. It'll usually be more more of a stretch. So let's just go through teams then. Just quick rundowns because we can talk about more. Just individual players we like to key in or something like that. Yeah. So let's just look. You want to start it off? And we're going to grade them. Just A, A to F. Harsh, honest. All right. So we just want to start discuss a couple teams here all the teams might as well start with the team that had the first pick team eric uh looks like he has two quarterbacks on his <laughs> roster doc prescott and doc dak prescott and baker mayfield it's a that's not bad i i'd be happy with dak it's a solid one it is it's a solid like that's a top five yeah. quarterback if someone person. put him in don't worry about him that's an easy d plus what yeah i yeah, I'll be plus. Maybe B. B. Yeah, yeah B, B, B I'm plus. Be. I wouldn't be upset. Just wait, wait until I see, tell you all the quarterbacks I really think. I think at the end, I think we'll agree on he's a B. Because okay. I have, I do kind of, I have something. But keep going. All right, is running backs. He's got Christian McCaffrey, Gus Edwards, Sony Michelle, and Carlos Hyde. C, just because it's McCaffrey. You're just, lucky you have the number one running back. That's all I'm saying. You're lucky you have the top player in fantasy. Otherwise, your running backs would hurt. I'm sorry, but Gus Edwards, I'm telling you right now, whoever's listening to it, do not draft him. Don't draft it's Gus Edwards. Lamar Jackson is the best running back on that team. He is. He is. I it's, mean, he's had the most yards the last two years. And Gus, dude, it's just Gus Edwards. It's like. I don't, I don't know how to explain it. Just like you know he's not going to have a high ceiling. That's about it. Like He's just That's there. literally it. He's a goal line carry probably for touchdowns. He ain't about to bust off an ADR. He's about to be a 2018 Mark Ingram. Maybe. 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 But he also had, what, like 12 yeah, touchdowns Mark, Mark, that An- year? Mark Ingram had a good year that year, so I don't think. But, okay. And so, then, C, obviously, for that. C. C+. plus. I, I McCaffrey is good, but he can't do all. He's almost two players, but he's not. And Gus Edwards, I don't know if he'll pick up a lot of slack there. Sony Michelle won't either. Neither will Carl, Carlos Hyde. Carlos Hyde. It's a. It's closer to a D, for me. He's got what one sure starter. One surefire starter. That's it. 
I'm sorry, I don't like it. Especially as we've been saying all podcast, running backs are always the most. They important. matter. They go quick, and this is a perfect example. This is a perfect example. He took McCaffrey and never thought about it again, and he got stuck with Gus Edwards as a second. Took Darren Waller third round. Could have had James Robinson. Could have. Maybe ended up with Noah Fant, tight end. Just wait a little bit. Even, yeah, that's about, I mean, yeah, you just wait a little bit. But that's what he did. His so receivers aren't horrible, though. He's got A.J. Brown, Adam Thielen, Brandon Cooks, Curtis Samuel, Jalen Waddle, Jamison Crowder. That's a solid core. Yeah. I know you're big on A.J. Brown. I am. He's a star. Talk me into it. Uh, he's a star. He's good. He's good. Thielen? People hate on Thielen because, you know, they obviously think Justin Jefferson's the answer, and Thielen's getting older and older. That don't matter. That don't matter, bro. He's been in the system how long? And they they like depend he hasn't on him. Never had someone sniping targets. I mean, Diggs was there the whole time exactly. before that too. Exactly. He's a solid pick. Like, Thielen's kind of been the two almost the whole time. I would. He's been a two I wide would receiver. Argue in that fantasy? Diggs was definitely the one there. Yeah. He's been a better or number two wide receiver in fantasy since he's really played with the Vikings. He's very consistent. Very consistent. Very Brand, reliable. Okay, Brandon Cooks, the volume is there. Obviously, he's number one with, like, no one else. Curtis I Samuel, maybe. Year, I wasn't upset. No. Curtis Samuel, I don't know. Waddle, unproven, and they have a lot of weapons now. Will Fuller, Devontae Parker, and Jalen Waddle. If you want, and Gesicki. Yeah, he's solid tight end. There's only one ball you can throw and one play. A lot of mouths to feed there. Tight end? Darren Waller. That's Wow. Hey. Hey, easy. A. We I didn't even give our rating on the wide receivers. I'd, that's an A-, minus, B plus to me. B. Honestly. I think it has a lot of upside. It does, but it also has a lot of questions. It does have a lot of questions. Yeah, it does. It just depends. I, I think it really does depend on Adam Thielen, though. Yeah, I think he's going to need more points or just output from Curtis Samuel and Jalen Waddle and Brandon Cooks as flexes that he's going to depend on it a little too much. He might have to. Which might hurt him. But I'll give him a B. You said A-? minus. Yeah. Okay. Darren Waller, like we said, A. Easy A. So I mean, he's, he, he's stud. He's a top three tight end any given day. No doubt. It's someone you just mind-numbingly put there and You will sleep. never look at it again. Fall asleep. Okay. We're not going to really do the kickers in I defense. Mean, great. He's got the Colts, D, and Harrison Butker. Cool. Cool. Those are, like, and that's the thing. If you're the dude reaching in the draft for defense, don't. Don't. Why? <laughs> the thing is, it's like there's good defenses, but you know you're going to go by matchups and not every good defense plays the worst team every every week. So it's a dime a dozen. Don't waste your earlier picks when you could get sleepers. And now we're going to go Mason's team. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Yeah. We're just going in raw. <clears throat> All right. Quarterbacks. Rodgers, Matthew Stafford, Deshaun Watson. It's an obvious A. Obviously, I mean, he's got Aaron Rodgers, the defending MVP. You can't go wrong with that. Was he was he number one last year? 
I think it might have been Josh Allen. It might have been Josh Allen, but he was close then. I'm not mad at it. Good picks. A, Deshaun Watson, if he comes back with that's all that legal stuff. That's the easiest trade he'll ever make. That's just called making money blindly. Stupid. Aaron Rodgers was number one. He had 486. Josh Allen was number two with 469. Just for a little uh, update on that, just because in case anyone was curious. All right. And that's the thing, like we said about Mahomes, how people like to reach on him. At the end of the day, the top five quarterbacks are going to be what? Scored by differently by like maybe 30, seven, 50, 30, 50, 30 to 50. Honestly, I, I'd say it's close. It is very close. It is very close. Even when people are having an MVP year, just like Rodgers. So let's go running backs now. Kamara, Joe Mixon, Malcolm Brown, Tyshawn Williams. Baltimore, don't like it. I don't like the running backs from Baltimore because we already know who the best ones are. It's just, it's that's weak depth. It is weak depth. I'll be honest. It, it, it looks a little weak. You've got two studs. Like, Alvin Kamara was easy right there. And Joe Mixon, as we were talking about, he may get hurt, but he does produce. He's going to have to rely on those two all year. And, like we did say, running backs win. What about the Joe Mixon? Well, what about his legs? If he gets injured, which I don't wish it on anyone, but Malcolm if he does, Brown. his team, you're down. I don't think you're not winning a game with Malcolm Brown as your number two running back. But like I said, good starters, you're going to have to depend on If this team doesn't them. get hurt, those are great yeah, backs. Yeah, you just have to depend on they're not going to get hurt because your depth is not there. How do you feel? Um, I will not lie to you. I'm not, like, too keen on my backs. I, I mean, obviously, Kamara, you love. Joe Mixon, if he stays healthy, you love. Um, I forgot that I only had two backs until about round 10. Um, and then I took the two that I thought – actually, I took Malcolm Brown, I believe, in round 12. Uh, he fell all the way down, which I don't think is a bad pick for 12. He's not going to be great. And Tyson Williams, J.K. Dobbins is out for the year, so he's going to be probably the number two back. He'll probably – they'll work him in somehow. He was okay in the preseason, I think. <clears throat> so, I mean, obviously they're not great – at all, really, to even start as your number two. Um, so I'm kind of hurting there. But I don't think they're terrible for where I got them. They aren't. It's just you cannot expect a lot from them, both backups, maybe even third strings. We don't know. I'd give you, give you a B just because of the depth, just like Eric. I give it, yeah. A B, B is definitely good there. If he had one more person on that bench, like if it would have been flipped the Sony Michelle over from Eric's team, I, I'd give it a B plus A minus because that's someone you know will get some sort of carries and it's a solid two on a team that runs the ball. Yeah. Okay, wide receivers. Terry McLaurin, Jamar Chase, Cortland Sutton, Cole Beasley, Gallup. Yeah. I don't like Jamar Chase. Too many mouth to feed. Mouths. My problem with is he's the earliest rookie run wide receiver ever taken in fantasy. Like, I don't like it. Odell was going in eighth round, ninth round when he was a rookie. Yeah. A lot of mouths to feed. Like I said, like you got Tyler Boyd, you got T. Higgins. And who knows? Especially if Joe Burrow. God hope he doesn't break his leg again. I, I, I wish no injury on anybody. No, but... Yeah, never can be so sure with that. Just for It's unreliable. And Jamar Chase as a two is like, 
It's it's very high expectations for a dude who has not played an NFL snap yet. Doesn't regular he have a season. case right now too? He did. He may have hit his baby mama. Yeah, I heard something. About yeah, that. he may have smacked her. That that's been on the DL. Like, that's yeah. Been low. Yeah. Cortland Sutton, again. I like Cortland Sutton. I, I don't. Know you. I don't like him at yeah, all. I'll be straight up. I know you don't. Dude tore his ACL last year. It's scary. That's. I don't know if I would take him early. Um, what round did he go in? What round is he? Seventh round. That's not a bad spot for him though. I mean, you. I can't compare you taking Michael Thomas to him. Never mind. Judy too. I like Judy more than him. Younger, Younger. healthier, more and upside. supposedly coming out of camp, it's saying that him and Bridgewater have a great connection. Now that Bridgewater is announced starter this week, I think I think he could jump Sutton by the end of the season for the one. For I sure. think he already is. Sorry. Sorry, Sutton. Sorry, Mason. Cole Beasley, Michael Gallup, both you can kind of talk in the same thing. Third string wide receivers on they're, their team. They're, 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 you're, they're Boomer bust. They're on the fringe every week. Yep. You'll never really know what you're getting with them. The one thing I, I do like Cole Beasley, though, but his best season ever was last year. Yeah. I'm going to give him a – it's going to be harsh. C plus. C plus. I give it a C. How do you feel about that one? Um, <clears throat> I can see where they're coming from. I know Cole Beasley's best season was last year, um, but for me that screams – Reliability with Josh Allen because Josh Allen is coming, I think, into his fourth year, fourth or fifth year as a starting quarterback, and Cole Beasley's turning into that like wily vet kind of. I wouldn't compare him to a Julian Edelman because Julian Edelman obviously had that like almost telepathic connection with Brady, and he's just a dog. Um, but I definitely think Cole Beasley on like an off week playing a bad team in the slot, I think he can get you 15, 16, maybe if he pops off 20 points a game. Like I don't see him being a bad pick and he's on my bench I, I don't have to start Jamar Chase they're playing Minnesota week one obviously good defense um, I think Terry McLaurin is a great pick I don't think we've talked about him enough um, like I said he's got Fitz Magic thrown to him he's really the number one on that team I would say he's still young and like I know they talked about him a lot earlier he uh, had two bad quarterbacks the years before and now with like an actual good quarterback it, it's going to be crazy to see what he can do um, and then Gap was just another one of those late round pickups to kind of fill out depth. So I think a C, C plus is a little harsh. I do, I'm biased, obviously, but I think a B minus or a B would be good. You are biased, but look at his look at his wide receivers. The besides only McLaurin, I like is Terry. Besides McLaurin, tell me who else is a number two receiver. Like they're all flexes tops. They're all flex tops. Sorry. Uh, yeah. Okay. Tight end Mark Andrews B. B, B plus. I had Mark Andrews last year. He did good for me. He he's reliable. Like he won't he won't go off for those Kelsey numbers where you're hitting the thirties, but you will consistently hit fourteen at least, I think, each week. Yeah, B B plus. Solid solid. There's only like five really solid tight ends you can I, depend on, so he's one of them. So he you can't go wrong. Um, and he has Gronk. Okay. It's whatever. He's got Mark Andrews. It's obviously you're gonna start him over Gronk. All right, next team. All right, uh, so the third pick was Connor's team. and Con's Chodes. Con's Chodes. Yeah, we'll see how the Chodes is looking like. Well, I mean, he's got Kyler as his quarterback to start and Ryan Tannehill. I give that an A. That's almost an A-plus to me. 
I don't give out A pluses besides to one player. And we'll find out who that is. But Kyler is definitely an A. Well, I I have him as I don't know what he's doing. I don't I don't know what you guys are doing right now either. He's just touching his lips. I'm gonna go back. Just just to talk. Don't don't mind him. I have Kyler as my number one quarterback this year. I think he is so good. I think that he will absolutely blow out of proportions in that offense this year. I think that he will finally get over the hump and get at least thirty touchdown passes this year. But but like we said. Top five quarterbacks, even if you're one or you're five, you're getting outscored by what? Fifty points tops. That's why I can't not give an A plus to any of the quarterbacks. Because they're so equal. That A tier is equal. Like sure you're gonna get outscored by them, maybe what, by five to ten points a week? Maybe. Not every week. So you know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, yeah, I, I get what you mean. He'll be he's solid pick though, for sure an A. And then um we got Ryan Tannehill backing him up. That's an easy starter right there, even on his bench. Yeah, like I, I would have been happy taking Ryan Tannehill starting for my team this year. Yeah, I, it's solid, solid. Just give it an A. He's got two solid starters. Two solid starters, and then the running backs. He's got Dalvin Cook, Miles Sanders, Kenyon Drake, Jamal Williams, and Rashad Penny. I. Dalvin Cook's easy. That's good. Yes. But Miles Sanders. I'm kind of – I just don't like any of his running backs besides Derek – or not Derek Henry, Dalvin Cook. And just like Mason's team, it's the same thing. I'm giving him a C plus. I'll give it a B minus. I, I, I think – Miles Sanders is a little step above that. I think that he's not awful. I just think we're looking at him so badly because he was reached on. But the depth. The depth hurts, for sure. Kenyon Drake, I mean, you know he'll get catches. No starters, though. No starters. No. C plus, B minus. Okay. Wide receivers. Keenan Allen, Julio Jones, Juju, uh, Henry Ruggs, Randall Cobb, and Gabriel Davis. The depth really doesn't matter to me that much, honestly, because he has a solid three. He has a solid three. He has, yeah. Like he's I, not going to start any of his bench players over unless one of them breaks out. He's not going to start any of his bench players over the ones he has right now, which will be Juju, Julio, Keenan. Solid. Like he has an absurd amount of targets right there between all of them. B plus. That he doesn't even have to worry about anything. No, I give him a B plus for sure. I give him a B plus. B plus is definitely good for him. Tight ends, TJ Hawkinson. Just like Andrews, he's a B, B, B plus. Yep, sod, I, sod. I was thinking B. He's the last kind of top five tight end, really. And he's the last of that top tier ish. I like it though. So that's his team. Fourth, fourth pick, Chuck. What you want to start with his team? Because I don't, um, I can't get it pulled up right yeah, now. Yeah, uh, I'll start off with his team at quarterback. He got screwed in the draft. He waited until the twelfth round to take a quarterback. That's his fault, though. And that's his fault for taking Trevor had, Lawrence in the twelfth. You know he round. had time to take others. Oh, he had a bunch of time. I mean, I took uh, Jalen Hurts in the eighth, and I feel like that was great right oh, there. I love him. We'll get into that later, though. Trevor, C. It's a C. Even lower than that, honestly. I mean, he has Kirk on his bench, Kirk Cousins, but they're C's. It's a, it's a, it's a C. 
you don't really know if they're interchangeable because you cannot depend on one of them to start for you right away. Like, yeah. Interchangeable. I could have understood him getting Kirk Cousins if he added <laughs> Justin Jefferson or Adam Thielen as his receivers to stack him up, but there was no reason for him to take Kirk there when he had Trevor. No. I mean, Trevor is Kirk Cousins at this point. Yeah, for now. See? See. Okay. Running backs, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Dave Montgomery, Daryl Henderson, Fournette, Zach Moss. That's not bad. It's not great, but um, for taking Devontae at four, he was able to recover a little bit. He did. I'd, I'd give him a B. I, I'd give him a B. I mean, I, I like David Montgomery a lot personally, and I think Clyde is going to blow up this year. Solid. Solid. So they're B for Don't, now. They got a high. They got an A I know ceiling. you don't care for Clyde, but there was something else I read about um, that he had the worst touchdown to like touches on the ball of anyone in the NFL last year. Like I, like I said, A ceiling. They a they ceiling. they have good potential. Wide receivers: Devontae, Deontay Johnson, Jerry Judy, Michael Pittman, McCole Harden. Well, he's got Devontae. <laughs> Deontay Smith, Jerry Judy. Like I said, Jerry Judy as a flex is good. Jerry Judy as a flex is great. He he could almost climb into that wide receiver too and exactly. kick Deontay down. I'd give him a give him a B plus. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. B plus. B plus. Yeah, the best tight running back or wide receiver last year. Obviously, you know, expect high things. So oh. B plus. George Kittle as a tight end. A minus. A minus. I mean, just he, get, he gets hurt. Yeah, yeah. he he's gets gritty. hurt. But he's when he's on the field, he's good. No, he is. He's, he, he's solid. He's solid. Teams, we'll see how his team goes. It's gonna be interesting with his quarterback situation. That that could be the one thing that hurts him through the year. Through the year. But it could be a good team. So what is the next fifth? I think that is the Crip. Is Zach. that the Crip at five? That is the Crip. Oh Shout yeah, crip. he took Zeke with the fifth pick there. I don't like his team. Just looking at it, but we're gonna go through it. Quarterbacks. He's got Joe Burrow, and does he have a second quarterback? No. Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow. Wow, that's dangerous, and not a good way. C plus. I I was thinking C minus. Really? C. I. It's got so much. I'd potential. give him over Trevor though, and Trevor Trevor With and Kirk injury? we gave a C though. With that injury though. I'm saying all assumes healthy. All I'd take Burr, well, Burrow. if you're saying all students healthy, I would have given Kittle an A then easy. I guess you know what? That's a good point. He's probably a C minus, C C minus. Because you got to think of where he's at right now. He's still not even doing full on drills right now. Like he he's doing drills, but they're not hitting him at all or doing anything close to contact with him. Like no, they're playing scared, and that scares me. No, he did play the opening series. Did in the he? Last, yeah, he did. Okay, so I'm not. He'll be all right. Um. Running backs? He's got he's got Ezekiel Elliott, Mike Davis, Raheem Mostert, Ronald Jones, and yeah, Ronald Jones. I I like Zeke. I don't like Mike Davis though, especially as a running back too. Raheem Mostert also has that running back too ceiling. To I, be honest, I enjoy Raheem Mostert. I had him last year, and when he was healthy, he does produce. He's that type of player where he's got the home run ability. You don't need twenty touches with Raheem Mostert. You can have ten. And he'll still put up at least 15 points here because he has that opportunity to take it to the house all the time. Yeah, I give him a B minus. B minus is definitely good there. Wide receivers: Justin Jefferson, Tyler Lockett, Cooper Cup, Jarvis Landry, Nelson Aguilar. A minus. B 
plus a minus yeah yeah i'll give you an a minus he's Nothing got to be said he's got a good core he's got tyler lockett tyler lockett jefferson tyler yeah. lockett cooper cup good i would love any no, I of like those it. receivers tight end logan thomas solid b tier that's that's a c minus plus maybe you never know solid starter though he gets targets it's scarce volume, volume, tight ends volume. are scarce cam preaching no all right, next team we got is the Fresh Prince of Hilaire, Gordy. Quarterback, Josh Allen, A. A. Yeah. Yeah, that. Running backs, Derrick Henry, James Robinson, Michael Carter, David Johnson, Alexander Matheson. Good core. He's got a but really the good depth, core. Though, the depth if, is always going to be there when you got two solid good running backs. So I'm going to go. I'm going to have to go with B+. B plus is definitely, I think, the floor. So I, I, I'll start there at a B plus. It's close to an A minus for me because yeah, me too. I, think, I agree. I think AJ Dillon will be involved. Flex maybe involved. Yeah, but solid though. Involved. Solid though. He, he, you'll punch him in when they got their bye weeks. I give him an A minus. Close to it. Close to it. Wide receivers, we got Ridley, Robbie Anderson, Kenny Galladay, Devontae Smith, Sterling Shepard, Emmanuel Sanders. B. Plus maybe, I give it a B. Uh, Robbie Anderson does get a lot of targets. He's not bad. He's not bad. I give him a B. Probably. I give him a B. No. I I actually really like Robbie Anderson. I just hate that he started flying up draft boards. As, yeah. Like mocks went on, he was starting out in like the ninth round, and he went in the sixth for us. Yeah, that's crazy. Tight ends, Gashaki, C plus. I don't care for him at all. Logan Thomas kind of player. Yep. Not yep. mad at it, though. Nothing special. Um, okay, the next one we got Chris. All right, so at quarterback, Patrick Mahomes. And does he have another quarterback? Trey Lance. That's an A. I agree. He's got the best quarterback in football, and he's got one of the most <laughs> upside rookies in football. Do you think Trey Lance will start? One. Yeah. It doesn't matter, really. If he starts or not, he's got Mahomes, you know. He's got Mahomes. But a month or so, probably that's how it usually ends up going. So uh, not bad, though. Running backs, Saquon, Kareem, Melvin Gordon, James Conner. B? Yeah. I I like Saquon, but the injury scares. Kareem Hunt, you know he's limited in his role. He's a flex. He's a flex. And you could say the same thing for Melvin Gordon if he's – gonna be the starter who knows I, you don't even know if he'll be the no. really carrying the ball that much throughout the whole year like at the end of the year he could be almost out yeah i'd give him a b minus wide receivers though hopkins a rob Allen robinson that is brandon Ayuk, jalen rager darnell mooney brian edwards hey yeah i give it an a he's got solid got solid number one got solid number two and the flex is solid too Brandon Ayuk in a flex. That that's a flex right there. I like it. I like that. I a like lot. it a lot. I'm getting an A. Tight end, Robbie T, Robert Tanyan, and Cole Komet B minus. Because it's so scarce. If we're gonna give Mark Andrews and Hawkinson yeah, a yeah, B, B minus, I'd say that. C plus kind of. Who, I who knows? How efficient. He'll break. Robert I think he, he's gonna break out. He's gonna be a solid. All right. Next one we got is Jessel's Jockstrap. Quarterback, he got Tom Brady, Jameis Winston. Be. I wanted Tom. Uh, really? I wanted him bad. I respect it, but I just still give it a B. Tom Brady's a top ten quarterback. 
hate him or not. He's top ten quarterback. Yeah, we're not good. Give him a B. Self-explanatory. It's like you got a starter. Just run with you it. You got a very easy starter there. Running backs: Josh Jacobs, DeAndre Swift. Yikes. Devin Singletary. Yikes. C plus. C, C plus. C. Come. I I like Josh Jacobs, but I don't like him that much. Not as a number one. Not as a number one. I am scared of DeAndre Swift. Wide receivers: DK, Odell, T. Higgins, Will Fuller, DJ Chark, Jacoby Myers. It's a good B. Yeah, solid B. Hopefully Odell stays healthy. DK, solid player. William Fuller. Will Fuller the fifth. Solid. I like the Will Fuller that come off his suspension. There. No, yeah, it's a B. Tight end, the only A plus in the draft. Yep, I knew your thing. When you said only one A plus, I knew it was going to be. And that's who it is, dude. Solid. You can't go wrong. Next one we have is Jack. Well, at quarterback, he took Justin Herbert and Tua. I know you like Herbert a lot. I can't really say enough about him, to be honest. He's going to be a stud. That's all I'm going to say. Solid quarterback. Good draft position, too. You don't really have to reach for him. Yeah, where'd he take him at? He took him in the sixth round. Solid quarterback. Not bad. Solid. That's solid. I give you A minus. A minus. Yeah, I Justin Herbert will only play better this year than last year, I think, and he still threw for what thirty six something like some that, stupid amount like that. Thirteen games. Running backs: Aaron Jones, Chris Carson, Naheem Hines. They're not bad. I I like Aaron Jones a lot. I think Chris Carson's a good two. He scares me a little bit this year, but he's a solid two. No depth at all. Zero depth though. So I'm gonna give him a C plus. I'll give him a B minus because I'll give him a B minus. I like the backs at the top, but Naheem Hines is his only other one. No, that's not good. That's not good. Wide receivers: Stephon Diggs, Robert Woods, Lavisca Chenault, Marquise Brown, Tyler Boyd, Devontae Parker, AJ Green. AJ Green. <laughs> B plus. Yeah. B. Yeah. B. B plus somewhere in there. Stephon Diggs is going to be a top three wide receiver most likely. Woods is solid too. And Woods then is a solid too. Chenault, Tyler Boyd, and Marquise Brown are all, and Devontae Parker are all flexes. That's it. Which hey, that that's right where he needs them to be. I mean, he'll just need them to fill in once in a while for Diggs and Woods, hopefully. Tight ends. Kyle, Kyle Pitts. Pitts. B, B plus B for B. Kyle Pitts. You just know. B, B minus. I I want to see him play first. He'll show out. I think he will. I, I think he will too, but I don't like riding hi- hype trains before no. I see him happen. No, I don't either. So we'll have to see. Next one's Mitch. Wayne. Quarterback. Russell Wilson. That's it. That's it? I don't think he has a backup. No, he doesn't. B plus, A minus. A minus. Because who'd we say? We said Dak was a B, right? Yeah. Yeah, I called him a B plus personally. Yeah, I think Russell Wilson's a B plus. All right. I don't know who we call to be, but I would say he Russell Wilson's probably a tier above Dak. Maybe. I give him a tier above Dak. I mean, at the beginning of the season, he was falling lights out last year. Like You can't even try and ignore that, but he did fall off Mm-mm, really I bad. Agree. Running backs, Nick Chubb, Miles Gaskin, Damian Harris, Trey Sermon, James White. How do you feel about Miles Gaskin? He's eh to me. He's a flex. Sorry. In my team. Nope. He kind of reached on Damian Harris in the fourth round. It's a reach. You took him in the fourth round? Yeah, it's a reach. It's that's, a fat reach. I think that's the reach. reach of the draft. That m- You're taking him fourth round? I would have waited till like 6-7. He could have had Mahomes. 
he could have had a better quarterback. I mean, granted, he has Russell Wilson, but Damian Harris, that's a flex bench player in the fourth round, bro. You want starters in the fourth round, not flexes. You got them. I respect it. We'll see how it pans out for him because I am a Patriots fan, but we'll see. I I mean, look at it this way, though. I, I will give him a little bit of slack here because now that we have Mac Jones starting and Cam Newton off there, who's going to be running the ball in the red zone? True. But you look at the fourth and fifth round, and you could almost take every single player over Damian Harris. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I like Dan Harris. Definitely not a fourth rounder. I see why he did it, though. We've been preaching it this whole entire time as running backs are king and the fact that you know he's going to get touches. Over Chris Carson, though? No. I give him I give him a B-plus, though. I'm a B, B-plus. Uh, wide receivers. Tyreek Hill. Mike Evans, Debo, Corey Davis, Paris Campbell, Russell Gage. I like him. A. A. That's an easy A. A. That's Debo Samuel was a great flex. Debo, Debo Samuel. Samuel. Great flex. Great I also flex. think Corey Davis is so underrated. He is. Number one receiver. We'll see how Zach Wilson is. He'll be a stud, hopefully. I like him. Yeah, solid wide receivers. Makes solid up, wide makes wide up receiver. for the tight end blunder he did. Johnny. Damian Harris in the fourth. <laughs> and then he takes Johnny Smith also there. Yeah, big Patriot guy, huh? And James Robinson. Kind of seem, uh, James Eric Ebron? James White, I mean James White. Yeah, yeah. I was just looking at all the different Patriots. Players. And Damian Harris, it's like he he wants the Patriots to win. Yeah, in both he's... leagues too. In the dynasty, he's taking all Patriots. Go Pat. I might have to buy him a jersey at this point. Be a fan soon. Solid though, tight end Janu. He's a C plus. He's a C. We'll see about with the Hunter Henry thing. Eric Ebron, I don't even care about. No. Okay, your team next though. Now I know I'm definitely biased to this one. It's okay. I'm gonna not be biased. That's what's going to equal both of ours out. Hey, you know what? I'll let you take the reins here on this one, then. And we got Mason to help us, too. All right. Do you want to talk more with since it's Logan's team and kind of give him opinion about yeah. it, too? You guys kind of ripped into me, so I think I can come back and rip into you guys. Not rip into you. I'll give you my ass opinion. We were brutally. We were just brutal on us. Yeah, I know. It's I like know. we're on a 25 kill streak. Just brutal. <laughs> um, quarterbacks, just Jalen Hurts. I believe it's just Jalen Hurts. And I believe in Jalen Hurts. Thank you. He is, uh, this is a guy, this is a sleeper. Who's ever listening has a draft. If you want to wait on quarterback and going to get high upside, Jalen Hurts is your guy. Jalen I mean, Hurts is I your got guy. him at the end of the eighth round. That is a steal. He is, a, I'm telling you, he will be a solid quarterback. I guarantee he will finish top ten, too. He reminds me of Kyler, the way he plays. The offense is only getting better. That line was so banged up last year, too. I believe in Jalen Hurts. I think he's going to be a steal for you. Do you believe in the Eagles, though? No, not necessarily, but... Do you think he'll be able to produce? He's so? a pro- Yeah, he'll be very productive. I give it, for right now, a C plus, B minus because of it, but I truly think by the end of the season, you might be talking about an A player. That's how high of Jalen Hurts I'm on. How about you? I agree. I think Jalen Hurts definitely in the eighth round's a steal. Um, I'm not an Eagles guy at all. I'll just be the first person to admit that openly on the pod. I think they're always kind of a crash and burn team, kind of like everything else in the NFC East. But I think that could change with Jalen Hurts. He definitely has a lot of potential, and there's just nothing bad. I think that if he can stay healthy, he's got uh, – who they draft, the Eagles? Devontae Smith. Yeah, they got Devontae Swift now, who I think – small guy, yeah. 
Uh, shout out Short Kings. Not Short King because he's like six feet tall, but just skinny. I think he's six two. Yeah. Yeah, he's like six two, but he's like one seventy five. You're not even close to him. Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> but I weigh about the same. So shout out <laughs> weight bros. But I think the Eagles definitely have a lot of upside. I think Jalen Hurts in the eighth round is is a steal. I would probably agree with Angela. I think a C plus B minus is a good rating because he has yet to prove himself. I think. I think that offense is primed to explode though. You know, since I'll, I'll just give my own take at the end. I agree with those ratings very much. I It took a lot for me to take Jalen Hurts. I think he will be great, but I just love seeing those guys that are established. But I'll sell it to you. I told you I'm selling it to you. Just wait. The only I'll, I'll let his place sell me. Yeah. Running back, Jonathan Taylor, Eckler, Javante Williams, Philip Lindsay, J.D. McKissick. I'll give a solid B plus, A minus. I'd probably, I'd probably give it a B. He has two solid running backs, but unlike the other teams, they're solid depth too. Javante Williams, assume he gets that starting position at some point. Solid flex. J.D. McKissick's a PPR beast. Philip Lindsay, eh, because I just filled my roster. That's a, that's yeah. a roster filler. I give it a B plus because you actually have depth. And Jonathan Taylor and Eckler are easy starts as well. Yeah, Eckler's gonna be a PPR monster. He always gets a lot of targets out of the backfield. Uh, Taylor, obviously, like you guys talked about earlier, he's proven uh, himself in the league. That offensive line is arguably one of the best in the entire NFL. Might be the best. Yeah, I mean, Quinn, no, Quinn, Nel- or, um, sorry, the tackle they have. Oh, uh, Braden Smith is one of them. The Quentin Nelson's their guard. Quint- Quentin Nelson, yeah. Um, he's got the foot problem. He probably, I think, he'd be good to go by. If he doesn't start week one, it'll probably be week two or three for sure. Um, and with that whole O line healthy, there isn't really besides the Cowboys a couple of years, ago, uh, years ago. I would rather run behind. Um, so I think that's a really good uh, running back depth and running backs that you have. Wide receivers: C.D. Lamb, Chris Godwin, Chase Claypool, Marvin Jones, Marquez Callaway, Elijah Moore, Alan Lazard. I love it. I'm really? biased. I actually kind of like that a lot too. Really? I do. I think Alan Lazard. What round did you take him? The last. Oh, that is. That I think that could be up there for the steal of the draft. I think Alan Lazard. Steal of the draft. I'm not gonna lie. I took Alan Lazard just to say I had a Packer. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, I, I still think in terms of usage that he's gonna get, I think Alan Lazard's gonna get a lot of targets this year. Funches is out again for the entire year, so that's just one more roster true. spot that he'll move up. He's really, really, really consistent. Him and Rogers have a good connection, so I think it'll just be really good for him. And I mean, side note, he is biased Packer fan. We have two biased people on Alistair in this room: the one who owns him and the Packer fan. Just saying, but he saw saw a late round pick. You're not going to expect that much from him. Round twelve is good. I am a biased Packer fan. I have to to give that to you. CD Chris Godwin Claypool solid core. The other ones, maybe a flex, maybe. We'll see. Marquise Callaway. I like him to start the year for the Saints, though. I, I know I was really high on Lazard. Uh, don't take him earlier than, like, 15. Yeah, like 15, 13 if you, like, need people. If you're in a 12-man, 10-man, you don't touch him. Yeah, you don't touch him in a 10-man. You pick him up off waivers. But that for depth, that's not bad. If he has a good matchup, one of the receivers goes down. I mean, Devontae missed games, like, every single year. Devontae always goes crazy. But he does miss games. He could get in, start, and do some damage, I think, some weeks. He's... A free agent, usually. He's only owned 5% in leagues, so you don't really need to draft him. You can always pick him up, too. That's what I said, waivers. Yeah. Is Tyler Higby tight end, though? 
Also, I'm going to grade that, though. We still didn't grade it. I'm going to go B+. I would agree with that. Because you got a solid three, just like uh, Mitch's team. Solid three. The bench, a lot of question marks, but we'll see if they pan out. Oh, if Elijah Moore pans out, too, that's going to be a good one to have. True. You got a lot of what-ifs. Tyler Higby, tight end. I was huge on Higby last year. I kind of still am now with Stafford, but he's a C plus. Yeah, I I agree. C plus is definitely good, but I just love how Stafford's always targeted his tight yeah. ends. Yeah. So I'm just hoping that the volume will be there and that he can try and produce from it. Honestly, C plus. All right, last team. Yours truly. Oh boy. I. Just be raw. I'll be just raw. Literally be raw. I don't even raw. want lube or anything. Like I literally just want it raw. All right, I guess I can – do you want to start it? No, you can take the reins. All righty. So, quarterbacks, he's got Lamar Jackson and that – oh, Justin Fields. Uh, yeah, we already talked t- about Yeah, we talked about one. that one earlier. That's an easy A. Lamar, obviously, best rusher on the team. He's coming to his own in terms of throwing. He did way better than he did last year, the, the, the couple years before. Justin Fields, unproven rookie, but not bad at all. Obviously, uh, the Red Rocket, Dalton starting. Um so he might not get in right away. Even if he starts, it's Lamar every single damn thing. I could even have a bench quarterback, and I'm still probably going to end up with an A minus A. It's Lamar Jackson. He's solid quarterback. That's how it is. Oh yeah, he's going to get you consistent points, consistent fat points every week. He's definitely good there. I. It's an easy A. I mean, he's an MVP two years ago. He's been a top five quarterback in fantasy both years as well. I don't know if he was. He was definitely border top five last year. Not sure if he was, but he definitely produces for you. He will continue to produce for you. That offense is only getting better with the receivers that they keep adding. Yes. Uh, moving on to the running backs, we have Najee Harris, Antonio Gibson, Chase Edmonds, and that looks like it's it. Uh, uh, Three running backs. What are you thinking about that one, Logan? F. F? Just kidding. No, that I like it a lot. Uh, I'm not sold on Najee quite like him. Best running backs in the league. You think you have the best running back in the league? Tell me who. Tell me another team who has three better running backs. I can't, I can't off the top of my head. And I don't need even depth. Chase Edmonds, he'll, he'll be my number two if one's on a bye, and I'll put my other players that we haven't announced as a flex, too. I don't think I really need depth. I guess we'll see. If you get one of them goes down, like we said earlier, never pray for injuries. Hope no one gets hurt. But I mean, it's football. You gotta hope they're healthy. You gotta hope Najee fits into that Pittsburgh scheme and uh, performs. Him. It is yeah. only him, but I would definitely agree. Three deep, you definitely have the best three running backs. Two deep, though, I wouldn't agree with that. Okay, but grade. What's the grade? Just grade. Um. B, B plus. Yeah, I would say B. I, I think with Najee being kind of unproven, you yep. can't really go higher than that. Uh, Antonio Gibson and uh, Chase Edmonds are going to be solid for you every week. Uh, you can't go wrong there. So I just be- between don't like grading rookies high either. Yeah, I don't either. Like I, I, like I said, I'm not a hype train guy. I believe he'll be good, but I want to see him be good. Yeah, I mean, yeah, if you're grading rookies off hype, we would give Trevor Lawrence an A. Yeah, like uh, we'd give this an A then. Yeah. Too. Um, I think a rookie has to be a base just C until they perform. And so it brings the average down. So I think BB plus is not bad at all for your backs. It's just volume with Najee, dude. It really is. He's he's a first-round running back in the draft. You know he's going to get real draft, And he's got no competitors. Yeah. All right. That's what I'll say. Well, moving on to the receivers, we have Amari Cooper, DJ Moore, Michael Thomas, Mike Williams, Antonio Brown, Tyrell Williams, 
and Rashad Bateman. Just judging by face value, I think you got, I mean, Michael Thomas, you, you don't really know. Uh, Mike Williams, he's got Justin Herbert. He's going to get good catches. Antonio Brown's going to be good as a solid, but that's, like I said, a bench probably. Um, you got Mike Evans. But Amari Cooper is a good one. Fits in that scheme well. DJ Moore, also very good. Logan can go a little bit more in depth on him. Well, I can. I like it a lot. I, I like the Michael Thomas move. I'm jealous of the Michael Thomas move. I wish I could have him on my team. I was going to take him two picks later, but I wasn't able to get him from him. At, in the eighth round, you're not looking quite for your stars anymore. You're looking for that guy that can come off the bench when you need him at that point. And Michael Thomas, he'll be hurt, what, the first six weeks he's out for? But after that, he is a stud. If he comes back to three-fourths of what he was, that was that's going to be the steal of the draft right there. And here's the thing that I'm just going to point out real quick, get it over with. The myth about Antonio Brown and Mike Thomas, sure I have him on my team. But here, put it this way. Number one wide receiver in the last four weeks last year, Antonio Brown. Was he really? Yeah. And we're talking about the dude who what? Was the first wide receiver for the last two years ago? He was the first wide receiver for maybe two or three years straight. Straight. He won me leagues. Like, we're going to talk about that Antonio Brown. Not that old. I'm not going to sell people on him, but, like, don't sleep on him just because he has a loaded offense. He is Antonio Brown, regardless of his off-field or whatever antics he has. Michael Thomas, too. The number one wide receiver, what, two years two ago? Two years ago? Last year, maybe. Was it last year? Last year, he was hurt. Yeah, but everyone thought he was coming back. I'm pretty sure he went high last year. Oh, I, I thought you meant how he produced. Yeah, no. he was fifth pick last year in our yeah. draft. Because, uh, again, he comes back and he produces. We're talking about dude, a top three, top five wide receiver if he's producing. If he produces like he did, yeah. And taking him when? Eighth round, I thought you did. Or was it earlier? Eighth round. Yeah, jealous. I ain't going to lose my league in the first six weeks. I'm not. Yeah, and to have him in my back pocket, I think it'll pan out, hopefully. Those are two players. That's all I'm going to say. I'm not going to sell you on my team, but Antonio Brown and Michael Thomas, do not be afraid of their injuries or their age. They come back, they will produce. They will. Win healthy. Just be cautious. All right, so did you give your grade? I gave B+. Plus. Yeah, I'd probably go B+, plus B. I mean, you can't deny the downfield, down-season depth that he has with uh, Michael Thomas coming back. If he comes back healthy off that injury, and Antonio Brown, I thought about taking him before him, I I think I passed on him obviously, um, but that production's always going to be there. He's got a good. Brady has gone out and tried to get him on three different ones of his team, so you know Brady likes him. He'll always be a good pick. So I think a good B, B minus B plus, and, and then, then at tight end we got Noah Fant and Evan Ingram. I give that C plus. Yeah, C C plus. C plus. Yeah. I uh, don't mind Noah Fant. I think he'll be good in that offense. It's just so scarce with tight ends, really. Yeah. You have your top five, which are A's and B's, and then everyone else drops off. Yeah, pretty heavily. You just hope you pick right after those five, I feel, honestly. I The one year I did really well in my league and won, I got Mark Andrews off waivers like week three because he was unproven, and then he popped off, and I was like, okay, I'm losing. Might as well take him. And then he was one of the most producing um, tight ends that I ha ha <clears throat> had. Excuse me. So – There'll be, obviously, injuries. You don't pray for them. And if you're not doing too hot in the beginning of the season, you might find that one person on waivers that you have priority on, and he might change the season for you. 
So, And I think that might conclude our fantasy talk. I mean, an hour and a half of fantasy talk, though. I respect it. I love it. I do. I love it. And this will be – this. we're not going to have this every week. This is like – we don't even have the NFL season to talk to. We could talk about the off season, but what's really there to talk about? Not really big storylines except J.K. Dobbins. Sad to see him go. Oh, no. But – yeah, that's how we're going to do. We're just laying it fat, laying it fat and thick. This is just fantasy because everyone's drafts are coming around the corner if they haven't drafted already. So this is just tips to just look out for. Kinda just showing you what kind of happened in our draft, yeah. what it could help you, hurt you, what hurt people in our draft. We're, we definitely saw some things that hurt people in our draft by how they drafted and how it panned out for them. And before we end the show, uh, we'd like to give a little insight for the future. Uh, a lot of bits that we have planned, a lot of fun ones that I think the... I'm excited for, yeah, personally. I really do think the crowd's going to enjoy it. Some of them we have is, for example, Murderer's Row, which will take a team, look at their upcoming schedule for the upcoming month, and see what's going to happen. they got to prove to us what, what are they going to do, whether it's with their injuries, the teams they're playing against. You never know. You never know. And it, it doesn't always have to be their schedule. It could be the position their team's at right now. Are they dealing with a lot of injuries? Are they about to have some guys come back soon? We just want to see the next month out ahead of them of what they could do potentially. And then we want to be able to revisit that and come back and see where we right, where we wrong. Did they prove us wrong? Yeah. Yeah. I like that. And then the next segment we have is the Wheel of NFL Teams which is a wheel of 32 NFL teams, and when we spin it and we land on a team, we only can say good things about them to help the fans that are listening and maybe give them hope. We just want to be able to discuss and talk about each and every fan's teams, and we want to be able to do it in a positive way because all those Bengals and Texans fans, are you guys just been getting pounded by bad takes all off season about your teams. We want to be able to say the good things that can happen to you, like, Oh, the Bengals do have a future. The Texans, we hope they could have a future. Yeah, and the wheel will reset after all 32 teams have been said, so we'll make sure to get every single team. And then another bit? Yeah, then uh, another bit we got coming up could be our takes of the week. We just want to try and give you some hot and heavy takes every Thursday and see if they bite us in the ass on Monday. Whether this is fantasy-related, just games in general, or even betting lines. We'll just give hot takes. Something maybe that'll make you money. Something that maybe will win you your week in fantasy. You never know. You never know. And then the next one we have potential giveaways. This is just going to be a th- through and throughout thing through the whole podcast. Once we start getting more followings, there are obviously more opportunities for giveaways for the listeners. We just want to thank you guys for just being loyal and listening to us. The first 100 followers will actually be entered in a $50 Amazon giveaway, and that will be followers within our Twitter or Instagram. It's either one of those hit 100 first. Those 100 followers will be entered in the giveaway. And then one more thing we'd like to discuss here is uh, we have another fun bit we'd like to be doing is uh, pick them up NFL teams. Uh, every Thursday we want to go through the whole slate of games, and we want to decide who is winning what games, and we want to keep track of our standings of our picks, and there could be a winner and a loser. Yeah, I think we might have an incentive to win, maybe incentive not to lose, just depending. Maybe we'll have the listeners vote on it. You never know. And that'll be us three. That'll be me, Logan, and Mason. And maybe some of you guys, because we do have a couple bits that we do want to include the fans on. 
and we'll talk about that later on in our next couple episodes. Thank you guys for listening. This is the Unapologetic Podcast, and I hope you guys have a great rest of your day. Love you guys.